0: Hello, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to a uh, last episode of the year, really. It's it's kind of weird that we actually are at the end of the year. 2023 went by pretty quick. If you don't know, this is an independent creator podcast, where we talk about the alternative platforms of, you know, PeerTube, owncast, all the different stuff that are completely different from the mainstream kind of platforms like Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Discord, and the like. It, we usually go in the weeds in different directions and sometimes, but tonight, we're actually gonna take a different approach. We'll look back actually what happened in the past, oh, 300 and something odd days, right? Whatever, uh, how many days are usually in the year 365? This is what 360 no 340 something. I don't know. Math is hard and I'm not going to br- hurt my brain this this late. <laughs> All right. So yeah. We're going to take a look back actually at there's actually been a lot of stuff that's happened within the alternative platform kind of universe, really the the fetiverse if if you want to go into that route as well. That is um a lot of interesting things have gone on really. We've seen the uh, continuing migration of users from X Twitter to uh, Mastodon, the implementation or opening of more opening of blue sky. Uh, There's been threads. Uh, This is so much has been going on really in the past year, really, that if you look at it, it's kind of weird that we've gone so much. In such a short time within about a year, and there's so much movement on like updates for like owncast, updates for tube and all sorts of stuff, like Matrix and all sorts of different things like that. So we're gonna take a look at a couple different things tonight's episode, kind of close out the year and closing out the year 2023, and exactly what has gone on this past past year. And Look at some things that might be happening in the future for 2024 and, and on. So let's actually take a look at the first thing, which is going to be Owncast. Now, Owncast is if you're watching this on our Owncast channel at the Basement Live, is it's a open source, you know, self hosting or do it yourself kind of live streaming, not really service but platform really. So one of the things actually two or two different things happened, is that we got our first update to 1.01.0. And that is actually, it was a big thing because we had looked, we we're working on, um, uh, the platform and there was a lot of things that are coming up that, you know, we're looking forward to. And when they released, it was kind of like, Holy crap, this is a game changer really. And of course did a video on that where it was kind of like, this is the big stuff that you need to look into and a lot of stuff that's been changed. So let's actually bring over the, now this one is Owncast version 0.1.2. This was just recently within, uh, the past month where it added a lot of stuff that log IP addresses, um, when stream keys rejected, uh, don't let people set I, uh, private IP addresses as a public URL, uh, big typos, uh, chat user leave, leave events and, uh, so many different things. But let's actually take a look at one of the, uh, the first version of this go back to, what was it 0.1? And this one was released, uh, when was this? May, back in early May, so long ago. At yeah, 3201 is the best Gabe is sweet for having done that. Yeah, which one was that? 3201, I'll have to look at it later. Um. But this one was actually, this one was like the major push to do a lot of improvements that Gabe and everyone else um was had been working on for quite some time oh that's the user leave chat okay for totally <laughs> yeah it's it this one 1.0 was the big one and this one gave us um is to make it easier to work on and contribute to the code uh let's see uh, appearance customization this one opened up a lot of different things for you know people like myself i'm not really um schooled into the actual, you know, coding of a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes, but this one gave it where you can actually use it, write your own CSS to make the, your own cast server instance, your own thing. You can change the colors and all sorts of stuff. You could have done that before, but you you required where you had to use or no HTML and CSS. I'm sorry, HTML, but, you can do this without CSS because it gave you those handy dandy uh, color blocks that you can change the different things on. So that was another big thing. Uh, custom emoji, chat colors. And this is another thing we added in like the different chat message colors that you can change. Um, you can, Where as a viewer, you can change your color of your name. So you can also selection of colors can be customized via the appearance customization page. Additionally, as an admin, you can change a set of colors available to your users to match your preferences. So if you want the people coming in watching your stream and only to have access to say three to four colors, you can change it as an admin or you can have them all, whatever, whatever color you want, right? Um, You can also write HTML for external action buttons. I uh, have in the button that is in there right now, as uh, to a uh, a Steam link where you can add a button that you can set for either to a website or you can put in custom HTML. It's either or you can and and you can add multiple buttons as well. So you can have like I have like a, this week's game uh, when I was doing the uh, first two hours. You can put that in there. It has a direct link into. The Steam page for that game that I was talking about during that one week, and uh, you can set up another button to do something completely different, like a uh, uh, HTML sign-up form or whatever that you can think of. Um, built-in Twitter notifications been removed because you know at that time it was X Twitter was continuing. It was, it was it was we were seeing writing on a wall because that's when Elon Musk had bought back in uh, previous November of 2022 uh, bought Twitter and then the wave of everybody going away from X Twitter to Mastodon and uh, other points North. So in here it was also where Gabe and everybody I was working on own cast, decided, you know what, let's take out Twitter because they, they had killed the API. So it was kind of a useless feature that it's like, why I had the code in here is just taking up space. Let's get rid of it. Uh, so you can also get the, um, that's just uh, yeah, updates. Uh, you can also you can ha- allow hiding viewer count. So if you don't want people knowing how many people are watching, you can turn that off. Uh, admin page for customization, mute embeds, a uh, providing HTML instead of a link for external actions, webhooks for stream title change, and uh, so much more. Because again, that was version zero point zero one or 0.1.0, excuse me. And then of course, over the past couple months, they had some more changes, some more updates. We had um, uh, option to prevent search engine indexing of owncast pages, cleanup of old stream segments in the S3 buckets, preload custom emoji images, use VA API hardware decoding and scaling, pop out chat button, which was a great thing. Because before you would have to, you can still do it. Uh, you can do it embed of your chat. So I think it's like um your URL slash embed external something like that, where you have to have the actual URL of the actual chat part part of Omcast. So there's all a couple of different things on that one is um and chat site. This was zero point zero zero point one point one was chat is now resizable and there's a convenient way to get the pop out chat window. Uh, People who are using object storage for their streams will now finally see their segments get cleaned up automatically by owncast without having to configure lifecycle rules and a handful of other fixes that should improve glitchy chat performances. Which um, I had a lot of people were uh, experiencing this where if you had a chat message come up, and the same person chatted, uh, put in another message. And again, what would cause the chat to do a, like a stuttering or a, like a, yeah, like a stuttering effect. And this is kind of, it was annoying and you had to refresh the page. And sometimes that would clear out, but not, not all the time though. So luckily that was all taken care of. And uh, we had, now we're on 1.2. Which is, you know, we get to stop service from running if you're using pre-installed image. Um, change a directory where Owncast is installed on your service on your server, which is pretty cool. Uh, you cust- if you've customized your web interface in any way, you will want to back up files. That's upgrading. Never mind. Oops. Uh, okay. No. This uh, log IP addresses. Don't use the external API registered chat display name. And chat leave user leave event. That's three that was that what you're were, you're were talking about it, ETY was 3201. Which some people, you know, would love to have that capability to see if someone had come into chat and also if they leave the chat. We just noticed that as well uh, earlier. But you can have this on or off simply going to your admin web page and your own cast uh, instance and change those out. Now there was one other thing that a lot of people were actually seeing a higher uh, increase and in people you know, looking or actively seeking out own cast and what actually it is capable of to do for, you know, live streamers and other content creators, because throughout the whole year, there was a lot of controversies are coming around, especially with Twitch. And just recently with Twitch is, uh, uh, what was it? Artistic nudity, uh, Implementation that they roll back like a day or two later because it's like, oh, yeah, we didn't expect this to happen, even though, yeah, everyone was telling you that would happen. So, a lot of people are actively seeking out a uh, means of uh, controlling or taking back control of their own content, not only by uh, creating their own websites to put their actual content on, their their actual work, and then sharing out from there. I've talked about that in the past of uh, starting up your own website, post up your blog on there or your video files or your audio or your images or whatnot and share out from your site to other social networks. So it's a good thing to see that there's more and more people are becoming more aware of alternative platforms like OwnCast and PeerTube as well. PeerTube has actually had released their version 6.0, I want to say it is. Uh I was trying to look it up here. And um what they included a lot of changes into what you can do with your PeerTube instance. Now it's it's not as easy to get started as you know owncast, but it does provide an ish a, a way that you can take back control by. Setting up your own kind of uh, YouTube-like website, your own your own YouTube server, where you can post up your videos instead of posting up on YouTube, you can post up on your own PeerTube. So there's a lot of stuff that has been going out here. Uh, I had the link, and it's not uh, where is it GitHub? Yeah, bows uh, I think I'm probably butchering that name, but. Uh, if we go to releases 6.0, go to uh, this one here. So this one it was a big update, just like how OwnCast had their had big their 0.1 update. ONC, uh, PeerTube had their 6.0 where they included a um a lot of stuff that you had. Uh, let's see here. So you can had add password protective videos. So if you want to have a video that is password protected, you have that capability now within PeerTube. You can do video storyboard support. So automatically generates a storyboard on video upload or imports. Uh, viewers can see the image around the targeted time code when hovering the progress bar. Add ability for users to replace their video file. Now this is a big thing. Um, you can find uh, my videos and a lot of other stuff that I do within the Any creator Hub space on Tilvids, which is a peer tube uh, instance. And this ability to replace your video file when something's already been uploaded is a capability that you can find on YouTube. but the only problem is you won't have that ability unless you're part of the YouTube partner program. You can't just be a new channel and say, oh oh, crap, I put up the wrong uh, video. As like myself and many other people that are not part of the uh, partner program, we would have to delete, re-upload a video. Here, you can be able to replace a video file with an update page. So you take, you have the entry of your video and you just update it with uh, uh, the newer updated version. So you don't have to do any of the stupid uh, delete, re-upload, copy and paste the uh, description, keywords, title, thumbnails and stuff like that. It's all behind the scenes and it's capability is part of the PeerTube instance from the get go. So you can also do video chapters. Video chapters is a great thing that is for anyone who's watching a video to easily get to the particular port part of the video that they're more interested in. That's if you have set up the chapters that's on that's on you as a creator uploading your videos. So it's something that you have to, uh, to know, think about, uh, let's see also a better video player. It's more efficient, so you don't need to rebuild the player every time a a, the time the played video changes a uh, improved SEO and video link sharing. They also fixed client accessibility and keyboard navigation, improved remote runner management, uh, added the ability for admins to force transcoding on a specific video, even if it's a broken state. So that's a lot of great features that they've added uh, lazy da- download remote video thumbnails, to reduce storage, download video file directly from S3 using pre-signed URLs. And it's just it just gets better and better for the, the uh, peer tube community now I did a, a, a live stream where uh I installed a peer tube instance or server it took about two hours again I'm not the most you know up-to-date and knowledgeable as running these uh these type of services so I believe there there is a, a group that's out there I saw on Mastodon that had made a a uh, an easier way to install. It's like a package to install PureTube on your own server. I have not, uh, worked on that yet. I haven't really got around to doing that. Even though I said, uh, this like a couple months ago that I was going to do that, but I'd never got around to it. So I think in 2024, I'm, I'm going to, to at least attempt to try out their implementation of a install package and see how it goes. Um, so we got 6.0.1. It fixes some bugs, uh, fixes CPU going to 100% on add CPU count. Uh, there's some a couple of other things. Uh, point two was a fixing the upgrade uh, when PeerTube is installed outside standard path. Uh, fixing importing videos with too long chapter name. Don't create chapters from description if there is only one. And a couple other things for like the hardware side of things for on server side. So PeerTube has been, again, just like OwnCast has been on a a, a high, heightened awareness of people coming into the, the Fediverse to figure out what can I do to get my stuff away from YouTube? Because YouTube has been implementing or is starting to implement some rules and some uh, regulations on their actual platform were against ad blockers. And it's something that, you know, we kind of saw the writing on the wall that they're going to be doing this. And it's, it's getting to a point where it's like, it's, it's not, it's not socially feasible to, as a independent creator to post our content on YouTube when, you're being served up so many ads constantly on the service, and it's kind of it's kind of detrimental too to think about it that as a YouTube content creator posting on my videos to the service, I don't have access to the ad revenue, even though YouTube is pushing ads on to, into my content. I don't see any kind of uh kickback to my, to, to me say, Hey, I created this content that is you are being, or you're watching on YouTube. Now I could say, Hey, yeah, that's, that's the thing with a free service. It's, it's part, part and parcel of the agreement, right? But the bad thing is, is that they're putting ads on my content. I'm not seeing any kind of, um, money, monetary value coming back to me, even if it was like pennies on a dollar. Still, a little bit of something would help out, but I don't see that. That's why going to like Tilvids or PeerTube or Owncast, it's kind of taking back your control of the content that you're post- posting out there. And you can monetize it, no problem. You can have a link in the descriptions of your tube videos that you put out there. And also there is monetization available that you can have a button on your video player or your channel page that leads to like your Patreon or to your, uh, ko or wherever that you have a, a donation page or a tipping page, any kind of monetization page, uh, set up. Same thing for Cast. You can set that up as a, a link to again, Patreon, Kofi, whatever. And there is an open source. I'm not going to say open source. I do believe it is open source. But it's a Fediverse. It's a LibrePay. I think I'm getting that right. Where it's very similar to how like Patreon or even like Stripe works. Do, do, do. Yeah, LibrePay. And I'll show you here. It's a, where you can set it up. It's a... um. It's, it's an open way to set up donations and you can have uh, people give you monetary value of your content. You can also set up your payment processing. So uh, they support processing payments through Stripe and PayPal. And uh, let's see, is uh, run transparently by a nonprofit organization. Source code is public and rely on your support to keep LibrePay running and improving. So you got multiple languages, teams, multiple currencies, pledges, integrations to uh, your accounts on GitHub, Twitter, Mastodon, and nine other platforms. You can also easily list on your profile the repositories you contribute to on GitHub and GitLab.com. So there's options. There are so many options out there now that it's kind of getting to a point where it's there's a too many options really, and we saw that with if we if we go to the Fediverse side of things, where alternatives to X Twitter. Uh, we saw the rise and fall of T two when they named their uh, they renamed themselves to Pebble, and I believe it was within like two months. It was very short after their their renaming to Pebble that they they posted out there that they are shutting down. And it was another alternative to X Twitter. Same thing with blue sky. Uh, Mastodon is still continuing to lead the charge of the actual open source, open platform, defederation, or no, the federated, not defederated, federated federated network for, you know, social media, social networking to, you know, get together with other like-minded people that you don't have uh, to worry about uh, a Large corporation take dictating what exactly you are supposed to be putting out there, and if you put something out there that is it's deemed, oh, uh, not to their liking, at least you had the capability to move your your account to another server if the admin decided you know not gonna uh, have this running anymore. So you have a lot of options, and it's it's very it's very freeing. Really, and just recently, I I've been on all all the all the alternative platforms lately. Like uh, on Blue Sky, I'm on there. Uh, I've been on Threads, but just recently on Threads, is I decided to uh, open it up one morning and it said, "Oh, enter your phone number to uh, log back in." I'm like, "What? I've been on Threads since they they started, or uh, publicly, uh, a couple months." And now you want my phone number? No, I'm sorry. I like to minimize the amount of times I'm posting my or putting my phone number out there. So it's like, okay, I'm no longer on Threads. If you don't want it, fine, screw you. (laughs) And I'm I'm perfectly fine on just Macedon and Blue Sky. I don't need Threads. I like Threads because it gave it gave you the um. Like how Twitter was back in the days, It's the early starts. It was kind of like all the, not really the early starts, but, you know, it was the, uh, the midway point of Twitter where you had like all the brands and had a lot, a lot of people that are there. But it as it's like, it's just rubbing me the wrong way when it says, oh, we need your phone, your phone number to log in. No, you had my information from Instagram. Oh, Instagram now requires, oh, well, I guess I'm, I guess my account is held hostage until the end of time. Cause I can't, I, I'm not going to lo- give you my phone number in order for me to delete my account. No, I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. So, oh, well, it's so sad. You had great potential, but he decided to uh, screw it over and well, that's what you get. So I'm very comfortably, perfectly fine on Mastodon. I love Mastodon. Mastodon has been continually to, uh, have more more people come over uh same thing with blue sky uh blue sky is is still on the uh, invite system but it's it's growing it's uh it's very twitter-esque how it feels uh, how it's uh you're uh, immersed into into the world and looking back at it is kind of um uh, say say that its growth has been hammered, uh, like hammered down a little bit because of the invite only system. Now, again, like I said, I keep mentioning Mastodon because it's since uh November of last year. It's just been, it's been continuing. it's it's, it's been going on for like years and years prior to everything that's been going on with X Twitter but and only from last last November is this exploded onto the scene where pretty much almost everybody was talking about mastodon. And of course, you know, you have some people saying, Oh, it's, it's too, it's too difficult. Um, it, it, I can't, uh, I can't deal with this. I have to actually work. I can't have my hand held to figure out, uh, what I need to look at. Well, unfortunately that's not, that's not the case. Um, Yes, there is some difficulty for some people who are not comfortable with that. But you know what? It's getting better. Um, I think more people are starting to come across that line that, oh, I actually do have to actually do some work. Um, We've been for, what, a decade and a half, almost 20 years of this stuff, people growing up and living... Only knowing how to do Twitter or Facebook or any, anything like that, and to also to have them within the ecosphere of Macedon and Owncast and PeerTube, and it's just kind of like they're 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 kind of lost in the wind, really, which is a shame because they kind of lost those, those skills of how to deal with it, and. It's pretty much on us as a community to not make fun and uh, and not to you know belittle them, but actually say, hey, if you want to actually try this out, give it a shot. We can help you. More than happy to help. So we need more and more people like that to say, if if more people coming in and posting up, I I, I can't do this. This is this is too confusing. It's like okay, let's take it back. Let's take it back a couple steps and try this and then try to work your way through the process of, of going through Mastodon. And I can see going in the next year, 2024, uh, we're going to see more and more people that are completely new, I have no idea and more and more of them are going to coming into Mastodon and we'll see some more posts like that. But again, like I said, it's on us as a community that are already here. We know what to do or have a higher understanding of what to do and show these people coming in, you No, know, it's not as scary as it might seem. Um, those postings on X Twitter or Facebook saying, Mastodon is the devil's work. Uh, if you're going there, you're a sinner or whatever. I don't know, I was just pulling out some kind of over-exaggeration. <laughs> but it's kind of, you know, I, I see more and more people going to Mastodon Uh, And and even more people are probably going into Threads or Blue Sky because those are more of the uh, how Twitter is for them with somewhat of an algorithm. But it's just the user experience for people who don't want to do much. I I don't take this the wrong way. They don't want to do too much thinking. They just want to be shown a product and say, oh, that's great. Yes, no, like and uh, go from there and i can see some more people diversifying more into the live streaming as a as a uh, peer tube or own cast because i think more people are starting to see that no twitter i mean not twitter but twitch is kind of it's not it's not on its last legs it's kind of you have to diversify you can't just stay on one platform and expect you know uh people to show up it's not going to happen hasn't been happening for the past couple years and more than likely from going forward from now is even more detrimental if you just stay on one platform and i think live streaming on these platforms like twitch is going to be detrimental as long as you don't have a a um um, a presence on any other platforms like live space or your own, own cast. If, if you don't want to go through and I don't want to, I don't want to deal with having to run my own server and stuff like that. That's fine. Cause there's services out there called live space. There's another one that is just getting started. It's actually opened up in beta. It's called SharePlay. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, SharePlay. It's, it's, options that are available to you you're not just stuck to twitch and youtube as your life streaming platforms and yes you do have the option of kick but um me personally i do not feel comfortable trying to even uh set up anything there Uh, i did i've have streamed there before but is this it's more of like a um uh, they're they're trying to be like a rumble, but portraying themselves as more of a twitch, and they're kind of deluding people that are coming in and say, "Oh yeah, we we love you, everybody, come on in." But even though the uh, the poster children of of kick are some of the the lowest degenerates of the live streaming space, you get um, uh, manchild one, and you got manchild two, and then other manchildren and homophobic and misogynistic uh, bigots and stuff like that. And they want to be more of a, a free speech and that's perfectly fine. It's just like, Hey, if you want to be like have the open source or not open source, but, uh, f- open free speech, just own it, be like rumble and say, yeah, we have a couple, we have a lot of nut jobs here and a lot of right wing uh, people that's perfectly, that's who we are, right? Just own up to it. Don't, don't try to pretend that something you're something that you're not. So that's real. that's the reason why I don't really mention kick all that much anymore. Um, it's just gotten to the point where it's just like, it's not really worth my time because it's, it's works off of uh, Amazon IBS, which is essentially what Twitch is running off of. And it's essentially a copy of Twitch. And we try to go from not Twitch to more of alternative platforms like Owncast and Live Space and SharePlay. It's just kind of like move move away from that type of uh, situation. And I'm not going to say that um, Live Space and SharePlay eventually will be like Twitch because that they're far from it. No one's. If you really think about it, in the past year. We've seen the overall decline of Twitch, uh, year over year. Yeah, they had a great spike in twenty twenty of March twenty twenty when COVID lockdowns all happened. Of course, no, it's kind of like a uh, a non starter. But ever since then, it has been a, a steady decline of viewership and people who are live streaming to that service. And even now, with the amount of ads that Twitch wants you to run. Um, I looked at the last time I looked at my Twitch uh, creator dashboard, they want want you to, uh, of course this time of year, December is like notoriously, or it's not notorious, but it's like a huge ad buy for uh, advertisers and promoters and everyone in that kind of market uh, to run as many ads because it's Christmas, it's holiday season but they want you to run at least what was it seven minutes of ads per hour. And that's, that's kind of ridiculous for a live stream. And I'm like, I was, I was for the past couple of months, I was just, I had, I had the ad, what they call it, ad scheduler. It's an ad manager, um, or ad scheduler because I had to set it up for three minutes of ads per hour. It's just to get rid of pre-rolls and I was thinking to myself, it's like, well, if people are coming in to my, my stream on Twitch uh, in the middle of an ad break, they'll get, even after I've already set it up to run three minutes, three minutes of an ads, if they come in like halfway through or three quarters through, they will still get three minutes of ads. It's not, it's very confusing, but they get a full three minute block of ads every hour. And I'm like, was that really necessary? I was only getting like maybe fifteen cents uh, each month. It's it's not really worth it. But I did that because that's what Twitch wanted you to do. But I was actually providing it options like, hey, if you don't want to, if you don't want to watch this ad filled filled stream, come watch it over on my own cast server or on Live Space, and or uh, I was also um uh, where was it on. Um, I was also doing it on YouTube as well, but it's kind of like I was running it as an experiment, but it's just, I can see that ads are going to be pushed a lot more going forward because this has been like a slow ramp up in the past this past year of you need to run more ads. If you're a live streamer on Twitch and you're monetized, you, we really want you to run ads but don't run ads if you're a under 25 streamer, but we want you to run ads. So it's just kind of the, the uh, um, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And if you decide to say, hey, uh, take me off of the affiliate or partner program and uh, get rid of monetization. Well, you also lose the, uh, the channel points, which are tied into. And that's the thing is like, why are you tying this into, uh, monetization paywall. And I, I was never, I was never, um, how, how would I frame this? I was never a big fan of that. I was thinking of channel points as something that to say, Hey, if you are watching my stream and you want to play around these channel points, they don't mean nothing. It's just something fun to do, but you won't have access to it unless you become monetized on Twitch. So, I decided to go back to affiliate and put all this stuff back on, but I really don't focus all of my, my attention on Twitch anymore. It's For almost six months now, I've been solely focusing on my own cast server at Indie basement, the uh, other places like YouTube and also now with Live space and now adding in share play. Um, I'm pretty much how I'm, how I'm, tearing this out is uh owncast server live space shareplay twitch twitch is on the bottom i for this uh for this podcast and anything i do for any creator hub is i have i have a twitch account but i don't use it i'm not streaming on twitch right now i'm streaming on just the three platforms youtube live space and my owncast and that's perfectly fine i rather have a little bit more control and have a less ad or have, have a ad free experience for potential viewers. And it's just something that I like, you know, to have for people. And if you want to, if you want to pass a couple dollars, I have links everywhere. If you want to do that, you know, help out an independent creator, but really it's just I see the growing trend over the past year of, more people looking into controlling their own content whether by websites or you know live streaming platforms like peer uh, tube which also has video hosting capability but it also does live live streaming or if you want to just do uh, owncast where it's a little bit let me put it me put it this way i i put owncast over PeerTube not just because it's a, it's a a more simpler and more streamlined but it also does exactly what it's built to do. It's a focused product to do live streaming and that's perfectly fine. Um if I want to do video hosting, I'll go with PeerTube because you can't do that with Owncast. Owncast is a live streaming service. uh piece of kit. That's all it does and it does it quite well. It's not a uh what is it? a um uh, Jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none type of situation. So it's kind of great to see these these um, focused, built services that you can utilize for free. All you got to do is just take care of, if, if you have the hardware, um, host it on your own hardware, or you pay a uh, web hosting or server hosting like Hetzner DigitalOcean, or Linode, and uh, go take it from there the soft the software is free it's open source so i like to see this happen uh more and more coming into 2024 is to see uh more wider adoption is great to see yeah peer tube is great for vods but i think owncast beats it hands down on the live side yeah um i know um cory taylor uh he's an artist. That does a does a lot of live streaming on through maker tubes tube instance but he also does uh, a live stream through uh, life' life space but yeah vod's another video yeah. and they do the, the video hosting is perfectly capable on peer tube instances it's a little bit more if you don't have knowledge and it's kind of like a um uh what's the term like uh it scares away the normies. <clears throat> Going through a puberty there, but yeah, it scares away the normies because, uh, oh, I got to create a server. I got to start that up and I got installed. I don't know what to do. Just give me YouTube. <laughs> and then you go back to YouTube, unfortunately. But I can see a lot of uh, work has been done or is being done to kind of streamline the installation procedure a lot more. An owncast is perfectly capable of you know video live streaming that's why i love owncast and now I'll, I'll, if people are looking for alternatives i i kind of sear them because i'm a bias i have a bias towards owncast <laughs> Yeah, uh, the PeerTube instances which federate widely scare people off with unusual content more than the learning curve. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people, when they look through the PeerTube listing, when they try to find searches, Yeah, Not to say the content is bad by any stretch, but it's not what normies are used to seeing on tube surface. Yeah, it's just something that as a general rule, as a general public view, is that YouTube is very highly biased of what you watch and kind of puts you into a silo. So if you only watch one particular style or segments of content, and you're only going to get fed that particular uh, adjacent kind of style. It's not going to open up your view worldview to many different things. Yes, there are some uh, uh, left and right kind of uh, thinking on the pure tube side of things, but that's your choice is like you don't have to, you can steer clear of it. But I think a lot of it is, it's not as bad as Rumble. Rumble is another video hosting site, but it's geared more towards, has a right-wing slant to it. But it's just something that, um, as a federation of uh, federated services, we kind of need to have something in place to kind of broaden the amount of let's say genres, really. Is this something that it's? I know that they're probably working on, and it's something. It, it, it takes time. tube is relatively new coming into. I know they've been working on it for quite some time, but in normie sense, I, I it's it's a it's a bad connotation to say normie, but it's something I can only think of it right now. But in a normie sense, is that oh, this is stuff like weird conspiracy people or, uh, right wing magas and stuff like that. And I don't want to, uh, that's all, that's all PeerTube tube is. And I've seen that, um, couple different postings on Mastodon. That's what people are referencing. Uh, peer tube instances is that they'll have a hard time trying to find something that's not right wing, uh, centric. So it's something that it's, yeah, it's a battle address, but it feels a semantic. Yeah. I know it's 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 not it's a bad thing to say, but it's kind of like it's a it's a catch-all term. But yeah, it's something that I know PeerTube is con- consistently trying to work on. And who, who's to know? 2024 and 2025 might see a shift into ex- expanding the federated servers that are a part of the PeerTube network to allow more eyes on wider genres and that'd be something that'd be great to see and same thing for owncast if you're looking for um different sections or different live streams owncast actually does have a directory that you can go to it's Online, that you can see other live streams that are playing right now that's if they allow that they, they hit the switch to say yes. Put put my stream in a directory when I'm live. And there's a lot of places here. It's like oh, I know this person in the basement live. I know that guy. Uh, you got uh, Vince Abbott, um, uh Writer Strange TV. Uh, Owncast has their uh, it's like a um, uh, what Owncast is capable of and has a lot of testimonials and stuff like that. So if you want to go through here and look at the what's what's live at that current moment, definitely give a look to directory. online. I'll put this link as well in the description. So on the podcast episode. So if you're looking into something like this, definitely check it out. Now uh I do want to make a point that we a lot of us with an owncast community are actually trying to get together. We've um Somebody in the community has put together a newsletter that they just sent out um last week. No. This Tuesday. This this week. No, last week. I'm sorry. Uh I said I've had like last week I had off completely from work. So my days are kind of like screwed up. But um definitely check out the Rocket Chat community over on owncast. Join up. I'll also have this link in the description. I believe it is on the YouTube, but also put it into the uh, uh, podcast episode uh, show notes as well. Um, yeah, there's a growing community that we're just getting started. And would love, if you're very interested in learning more about owncast, check out the owncast.rocket.chat uh, server and uh, join it. It's not just for you no know, support, it's actually Anything to do with own and would definitely love to see some more people come in there and to, uh, you know, give their two bits and to sign up for the newsletter too. it. The first newsletter was awesome. Um, a lot of great information. And it's uh, every month and, uh, definitely sign up. And there is on, um, new year's day or new year's Eve federated, I was a federated radio is be is a is conducting a lobby host of multiple owncast servers, kind of like a, a New Year's Eve party throughout the whole day and throughout the evening as well throughout you no know, time zones and stuff like that for New Year's. So definitely check it out. Uh, again, it's all here on the owncast community. But that's gonna be it for this episode. If you also want to join a great community join up indiecreator.com. it's our forums we do have a newsletter that i send out monthly as well that's also came out this past week uh, talking about all the latest stories that in the past month uh, anything to do with alternative platforms uh, like i said owncast peer tube gilded matrix forums uh, software because we use envision community uh, anything to deal with independent creation as well as indie game development as well we have a section there for the indie game developers and uh, and would love to see more of them come in as well but do check out this indiecreator.com and remember that if you're not here during the live the live taping or the live studio audience every Tuesday at 9 30 not every Tuesday but every other Tuesday at 9 30 um, this is probably going to be the last episode of 2023, I believe. I don't know if there is another, let me get my, um, uh, nope. Next, next episode is going to be next year because next week is uh Christmas holiday week. So if you are, um, practicing or you observe Christmas or anything else, Hanukkah, whatever, um, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and all sorts of other stuff for you. Enjoy the next week, the holiday season. And I'll see you into the next year. I'll see you next year. I know that's a really bad dad joke, but yeah. <laughs> it's You'll get used to it. As I, I have a lot of bad dad jokes anyways. But until next time, I'll catch you on next year's. And we'll be doing more alternative platform looks and uh, talking more about independent creators here on the Independent Creator Podcast. Been your host, Josh, and uh, I'll see you next time. Have a good night.